Welcome to episode 65 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. I'm Chris Jensen, a PhD student at Florida State University and a bookseller at The Bookshelf. And I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. Today, we're joined by Sarah Turner, the events manager for Thomasville's Main Street and Tourism office. We'll be chatting Rose Festival, small town events, and what makes downtown so vital to the growth of Thomasville. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Annie. Thanks for having me. Yes, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to my home. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> um, so we are pretty excited to have you on the podcast today because neither Chris nor I are native Thomasville. No, we are not. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not either, so we're in the same boat. <laughs> okay, so we have lots of questions about Rose Festival. I've lived in Thomasville for almost three years, uh-huh. and I know about Rose Festival, I know about Rose Show, but I don't really fully get it. So why don't you first <laughs> tell me, tell us what you do for Downtown Thomasville, and then tell us a little bit about the Rose Show. Sure. Um, for Downtown Thomasville, I'm the events manager, um, and what that means is I help plan events like the Rose Show, Victorian Christmas, July 4th, and First Fridays. Okay. So it's a lot of events all year, but the community really demands it. They love coming to events, so it's really exciting. And it's nice to live in a community that comes out and supports what we do. We never yeah. have to worry if people show up. We just have to worry about the weather. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Um, as far as Rose Show goes, it's in its 95th year, so it's oh, a wow. huge tradition here. Mm-hmm. Um, it started in the 1920s, and it was a really small startup um, with a little bit of cash that some local women won for some vegetables that they grew. And then, oh, cool. Yeah, and then they, they thought it'd be really great to do a flower show. So they started in Neil's department store, okay. um, which was downtown, and then it kind of grew and grew and got bigger and bigger to what it is today, mm-hmm. which is a huge white tent in the middle of Remington and Broad Street um, with hundreds and hundreds of entries of flowers. But it's a lot more than flowers. Um, there's several flower shows. There's family activities, parades. It's a whole exciting community event. Mm-hmm. So it's great. <laughs> it is pretty fun. I, I do remember, so like I said, I don't fully understand it all the time, mm-hmm. but what I do understand is that the town kind of shuts down for it, which it I does. think is really fun. Yeah. Like, I saw a sign at my bank that was like, we're closing early for uh-huh. the parade. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, I love this. And, and we love that. Um, and now, back in the day, schools actually used to close. Oh, wow. um, That's how huge it was. Now, understandably, we want kids in school, so that's changed <laughs> a little bit. Sure. Um, but the town really does kind of rally around it. It's, um, I think it's really representative of Thomasville. It's kind of like the coming out party for Thomasville every Mm -hmm. year because all the roses are in bloom. It's so beautiful here. Yeah, Yeah, it's springtime. And I mean, we've just got a lot to show off. Our beautiful downtown and more than that, Cherokee Lake, things like that. Um, But the parades and the family activities, those are the things that I think really stick out for people because it's a good time to bring your kids out and almost everything is free and you just don't find that very often. Yeah. What a great... um thing for families to do together. It really is. Um, so what is your favorite Thomasville event? You just mentioned a lot. A yeah. lot. <laughs> yes. First Friday. Yeah. Uh, Rose show. Like Victorian Christmas. Like there's so a lot things. happening. There's a lot happening. Well, you know, when I first moved here, um, of the question I got most often was, what are you going to do there? Is there anything to do there? Mm-hmm. And now that I've lived here for a few years, I'm like, oh my gosh, what can't you do here? You know, like you can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think my favorite, that's a real, that's a tough question. Um, Rose show special to me in a certain way. Victorian Christmas. I'm obsessed with Christmas. So that's very important to me too. <laughs> yeah. um, but probably first Fridays would be mm-hmm. my favorite. They're, a really low key and fun experience. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see the merchants have their doors open late and a lot of people from other cities come in for that to yeah. see the bands. And mm-hmm. that's really fulfilling because it's it's a simple event, but it's a very 
like bring everybody together kind of thing. Yeah, and I have watched those grow just in the last mm-hmm. two or three years because the bookshelf stays open for those. They which do we love, <laughs> and I'll you know watch outside our doors mm-hmm. and. They, I feel like those have just really kind of taken on a life of their own. They started they small, and mm-hmm. I feel like now the crowds come out for those. They really do, and it's really exciting for us because we kind of revamped that about two years ago. We weren't really sure how it was going to go, and, you know, we thought we'd do one or two, and now we do nine a year, and yeah. they're packed. Wow. So that's great, and yeah. it's free. Yeah. You know? I do want to know, a couple of weeks ago we had First Friday, and it was just pouring rain. It was pouring <laughs> rain, yes. You uh, mentioned the weather. <laughs> how do you guys handle the weather? Well, never fear. For First Friday, we're really lucky because we have that beautiful municipal auditorium yeah. that we just kind of they snuck into and, yeah. and pulled off a concert right at the last minute in front of the curtains so that worked out well <laughs> um as far as other event, events go it gets a little trickier yeah. um last year for rose festival we did have rain on saturday for art in the park mm-hmm. which was very disappointing but it did clear up later in the afternoon i remember and we were able to bring people in and do as the best we could with what we had and that's what our office is all about is um we can't control the weather but we can control our attitudes about the weather <laughs> and, uh, and we're always excited and we just say let's plug through and let's you know make this happen and yeah. try to do something even if it pours. <laughs> well, and I feel like if you live in Thomasville or Tallahassee, like mm-hmm. you just know that yeah, it could a rain. That's right. It's April. It will probably rain. And, well, and it'll <laughs> probably move through in about twenty yep. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's very right. quickly. Um, so, how do you develop events for a place like Thomasville? Because you mentioned the deep history. This is the Rose Show's ninety fifth year. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of weave these events into mm-hmm. downtown Thomasville and choose events for this? Place. And especially as someone who's not from here. Sure, yeah. Well, that's really tough um, because, you know, something that's really important to me is tradition. Mm-hmm. And this town is steeped in tradition, and that's something I really love about it. So it's a delicate balance of bringing in all the wonderful things that people love so much and then incorporating something new so that it's exciting every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of something that we keep at the forefront of our minds, how to kind of make the the parade that's been going on for almost 70 years more interesting, but still that parade that everybody loves and knows. So I try to think about that. Um, I do a lot of research about um, things that have happened before, Mm -hmm. things that have been in past parades, Mm -hmm. things that have been in past festivals. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun, and it really creates a big sense of place for me. Because when you learn the history of what's going on here, it just, I mean, it really like brings a tear to my eye. When I think mm-hmm. about being a part of that much history, it's really incredible. So, And it probably helps it. you mm-hmm. develop a sense of place in Thomasville. Like, it does. Really love where you live. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't, you can't not love Thomasville. Like once yeah. you get here and you mm-hmm. learn about it and you meet the people, it's a very engaging and wonderful place. And um, I just feel so lucky to be a small part of that. Yeah. <laughs> and how long have you lived here? I've lived here about three years. Okay. Um, and I came from Tallahassee and I just, I love it here. It's a, I've lived a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And Thomasville is the first place I've ever felt like was home. Oh, wow. So that's that's really special. That's a, I was going to say, that's a pretty high compliment. It really <laughs> is. It really is. Besides my parents' house, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that goes without saying. Yes. <laughs> so I love that you mentioned researching mm-hmm. to kind of figure out what to do for certain events. And I know that at Victorian Christmas this past year, like there were some new things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you all pulled that off really well. Oh, and thank I think you. that can be hard to do in a mm-hmm. small town or in a town that has a lot of traditions. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And so one of Chris's questions I thought it was so great was how do you balance that old with the new? It, like I said, it is tough, but it is absolutely possible. Um, it's, it's special to honor those traditions and kind of pull them through the years mm-hmm. and still keep them up to date. So something we try to think about is 
okay, um, for Victorian Christmas, for example, the giant rocking horse was new this year. And we were trying to think, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I hear these things out loud and I think, wow. <laughs> um, but when, what we did was we looked at the Victorian era and we thought, what are some popular toys from that time? Right. And then yeah, that yeah. idea just kind of grew from that. Um, so that was really exciting to kind mm -hmm. of see that all the way through. For the parade this year, um, we thought, what would be something like a real wow factor for mm -hmm. the parade? And we thought the Macy's Thanksgiving style balloons would yeah. be really impressive. Oh, wow. And we have a lot of um, old pictures of floats that were decorated in balloons. Mm -hmm. So I try to just draw yeah. um, inspiration from those pieces, old photos and lots of research. I was about to say, you really kind of sound this like a historian. Oh, <laughs> that's a very high compliment. <laughs> Thank you. No, this is very impressive to me. It's all dressing up the old so that it looks new. Uh -huh. or, or like dressing up the new in the costume of the old. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, it's, it's funny because you have to keep in mind, um, this is a very like mobile and intelligent culture so right. yeah. we know everything's going to be on a cell phone photo so how do we want that to look i mean oh, that's very wow. important yeah, to yeah. us you know and uh Big so brother is watching exactly <laughs> yeah yeah but 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 in a good way you know we want yeah. we want people to say hashtag thomasville mm -hmm. and that kind of thing um so we try to think of ways things that are wow moments to take a picture of that look new and timeless at the same time. Oh, that's so smart because you're right, everybody. You're, I, I think it's so interesting that people now, you have to plan for Instagram. You do, And you Absolutely. have to plan for how everybody in this town, essentially, are the PR people for Thomas. Yeah. They really are. The word of mouth here, it does wonders. Right. Way more than any bot PR that we could ever do. So yeah. it's important that we keep everybody happy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, which is a tough job. It is. Um, <laughs> but you must be doing it well because Thomasville is mentioned as one of like what the top 10 small towns in USA Today and we're voting. That's right. We're, we're currently in the race. Um, we're ranked number one so everybody go out and vote. Here's Catch my plug. Yeah. <laughs> we will put a link in the show notes. Please do. Uh, ThomasvilleGA.com uh, We have a little pop-up screen where you can just vote straight from there. It's super easy. Um, but we've won all kinds of awards yeah. for our main street, our downtown, our city as a whole. Um, and that is in large part thanks to all of the departments. Um, kind of want to give my shout out here to uh, the main street and tourism department plans these events, but they could not be executed without everyone. Solid waste, public works, police, they're the unsung heroes yeah. of these things. And they just do so much work during these events, so I want to thank them, too. I know. Our recycling guy is wonderful, and he They're was amazing. talking about gearing up for road stuff. Yes. And I was like, oh. And with a smile on their face. Yes, I mean, so those departments are so impressive, and, and they, you know, when you don't see them and the event runs well, mm -hmm. that's how you know that job is being done so yes. well. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. seamless, and Absolutely. they make it happen. Well, that's wonderful. Um, okay, so we do have a few questions that we always ask Great. Um, people. So I'll start. Uh, what is a class? Classic you've never read but wish you had. Well, there are several, <laughs> but I've never read Jane Eyre. Oh my okay, gosh, that's the one this. that keeps coming up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Multiple times. So I wonder if anyone's ever read it. No. <laughs> I've read it. But okay, Chris has I was about to say Rebecca, our manager, it's like her favorite book. Oh, which, that makes me feel terrible that I should read it. You know? <laughs> it makes you feel terrible, and it makes me feel like, all right, she's got that. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't have to read that. Someone's read it. So we're good. We've got it covered. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. okay. So Jane Eyre, any others? Um, oh yeah, I mean, goodness gracious! I I'm gonna do a confession here, Annie. This is a horrible confession. <laughs> no, no. Uh, a modern classic, Catch Twenty Two. I did an entire report on it in high school and did not read the book. I think oh, I would have wow. loved it though. I think I would have loved it. <laughs> it's always longer than people think it is. It is. I think for whatever reason, people associated with Catcher in the Rye, maybe because they both start with Catch. Maybe. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, and Catch in the Rye is not very long. It's right. very short, like 150 pages or so, 200 <laughs> maybe. But then Catch Twenty Two is like 600 pages long. It is. And Maybe that's the catch, you know? <laughs> I 
I think I see you, you might be on the side. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, and we are on a podcast. We are very pleased to um, be producing these episodes every week. What podcasts do you look forward to listening to every week? I love podcasts. Um, you can find me if I'm cleaning the house or cooking dinner. They're always on. Um, a couple of my favorites are Radio Lab. Can't mm-hmm. go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, this American Life. Oh yeah. And I just anytime someone wants to tell me a story, you know, yeah. the moth is mm-hmm. great for that. So. Any of those are wonderful. Okay, mm-hmm. those are good. Those are good choices. Those are great. Mm, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favorite part about life in the South? Favorite part about life in the South. Um, Where are you from originally, by yeah. the way? <laughs> originally, uh, originally I'm from Tallahassee, but okay. I've um, traveled a lot and lived in a lot of different places. Okay. Um, but but Tallahassee originally. I think my favorite part of the South, there's a couple things. The food, mm-hmm. you really can't beat. Yep. I love that there is no snow here. I tried that <laughs> once. Horrible mistake. <laughs> um, and just the family. There is there is a real sense of community in the South that you really don't have anywhere else. And I didn't realize that until I left the South. And yeah. it, you miss it. You do. <laughs> um, I'm very curious about that because when I moved to Thomasville, so I was also born and raised Tallahassee, okay. mm-hmm. went away for college, came back to Tallahassee, then moved to Thomasville. And one thing that struck me about Thomasville, because I immediately didn't have it, was the multiple generations that live here yes. and the deep yes. sense of family. And I felt like, now wait a minute, I just left mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, not granted, the same feeling. Tallahassee yeah. is only 30 minutes away, so but I'll I be think over we could it's very different. But it's very know? different. Yes. And I, it finally hit me one day, oh, maybe it's taking me a long time to adjust here or a little mm-hmm. while to adjust here because everybody else has their people. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And pe- the sense of people and place runs deep here. Very deep, very yeah. deep. And I have found it, it was the exact same for me. It was um, tough getting in, but once you're in, I mean, it is infinitely rewarding. Yeah. It really is. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think all of us as, as kind of outsiders in this place, and you guys live here and have lived here for a few years now, and I only work here, <laughs> and have been doing that for not quite a year, but still I feel like I have been so warm, warmly received by many mm-hmm. people of Thomasville, um, Thomasville, Thomasville, um, <laughs> At the bookshelf, um, in grassroots, and various restaurants downtown. Yeah. Um, how much do you think that downtown plays a part in that, in oh. just getting new people uh, involved? Involved. That's a great question. Um, well, I have a very personal downtown story that I love um, right. that makes me feel connected <laughs> to it. Um, when I was working at the bookshelf a few years ago, my, uh, not at the time, but soon-to-be boyfriend was working at Grassroots, mm-hmm. and that was when it was across the street, mm-hmm. and we'd go back and forth, and there were only so many cups of coffee I could drink a day, and only so <laughs> many times he could pretend to peruse books a day before we finally got together. <laughs> so when I think of downtown, I think of... Of these little ways that people mm-hmm. come together like that and those cute little like I mean that's a movie right there and I think story. of that and and you know when I first came up here and and just trying to figure out where I fit into it everyone every shop owner was so welcoming mm-hmm. and that downtown is so charming that like you can't look at it and think you want to live anywhere else you know right. I mean it's perfect so I think it it brings people together mm-hmm. um, in unexpected ways. One question that we ask everybody on the podcast is, what are you reading right now? And you are an avid reader. You're in the bookshelf a lot. I am. I am. Uh, like, my whole paycheck goes to the bookshelf. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't, right? But, uh, well, I'm reading a couple things right now. I just started In a Dark, Dark Wood, um, which is a kind of seems to be a mystery mm-hmm. murder kind of thing. Um, I just finished a wonderful food memoir called Fed White and Blue by Simon Majumdar, oh, and it I is love him. wonderful. I love him too. I saw him on uh, Cutthroat Kitchen mm-hmm. a few times and just fell in love with him. 
Um, and then I read The Language Flowers recently. Oh, so yeah. a lot going on. Um, but I'm really excited to read. There's a book called Tribal that I haven't yes. started yet. Oh, the Dan I Roberts. bought it from you several weeks ago, um, but I've been a little hesitant because I went to FSU. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm excited I, to dive into okay, it. So I didn't <laughs> go to FSU proper, but I am a grad student there, which is different yeah. than going to FSU. But like, and I am critical of FSU and its football <laughs> culture and all that, but Diane Roberts tackles it. <laughs> that, was, that was not intentional. Not thing. <laughs> but I'm going to go with it. Uh, she, she tackles it in such an interesting, even-handed and still critical way because she mm-hmm. is a fan. Yeah. Um, and she's not apologetic about no, that. No. Um, but she recognizes that, there's a pro- that there are problems that we need to address. Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's a great eye-opening book that everybody in this area should read. And uh, she yeah. can get away with it, I think, because she's such a great writer and because she's a hilarious storyteller. Mm-hmm. And so I read that book. I gave it to my dad and to my brother for Christmas. Oh, great. Um, I gave it to my dad for Christmas as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic... Like, I loved it. I mean, and mm-hmm. I did not go to Florida State, but I, you know, I have family history there. Sure, sure. Um, and I appreciated her addressing it with kind of both tongue-in-cheek, but also with a critical eye of, mm-hmm. here's what works about this, here's what doesn't here's what work. Doesn't. Um, but yeah, I look forward to hearing your opinion, because I really enjoyed that one. And in A Dark Dark Wood, I enjoyed two, question mark? Like, question mark? I, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I'm only, you know, confession, like 15 pages okay. in, because uh, kind of during Rose Show, there's not a lot of time to read. <laughs> sure. um, Understand. But, but yeah, but that's that, those are my kind of, right after Rose Show, I'm going to finish In A Dark Dark Wood and Tribal. But if I can do a little like plug yeah. yeah one of the best books I've read in a long time was How to Be a Woman by Caitlin Moran and I would highly recommend oh, it oh yeah <laughs> I remember you picking that up for the bookshop I yes. haven't done that one yet is that would you say that's for fans of like Lena Dunham and definitely Mindy Kaling that okay. kind of thing um, it's it's got a great kind of twist she's a music journalist and okay. she tells a lot of stories about kind of coming of age through her work and I okay. really enjoyed that oh good pick yeah okay we'll, we'll put that in the show notes <laughs> I too will learn how to become a woman <laughs> it's important for everyone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what are you reading right now? I am still working my way slowly through the empathy exams. One essay a week. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, I'm also very excited to start Battleborn by Claire V. Watkins when I'm finished Ooh. with empathy exams. And after that, Fortune Smiles by Adam Johnson, National Book Award winner in 2015. I love how you have a lineup. That's great. Yeah. You yeah. had a cue. I have to. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. It's like Netflix. you got to <laughs> pick the next thing. And yeah. I'm doing my... my <laughs> my doctoral work too so what I'm really reading right now is the Vercelli homilies a 10th century <laughs> collection of Anglo-Saxon homilies <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you sound so excited <laughs> I, I do because I was so dreading reading these but they've actually been super interesting and great and I read oh, right. like the second one and couldn't stop thinking about it and like thinking about like the critical lens I'm going to take on this and how the Anglo-Saxons <laughs> consider their work and part of their labor and their action <laughs> how they conceive of themselves as people and as a society and oh my goodness I'm a grad student <laughs> you are in it. Yes. <laughs> I want you to read Fortune Smiles because that's what I'm reading right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Um, it's a collection by Adam Johnson. It is so unlike what I typically read, um, but I met him at Word of South Festival in Tallahassee last weekend. And, was that um, wonderful? Oh, gosh. Sure it, it really was. was. Yeah. Yeah. It was wonderful. Great. Yeah. Speaking of festivals and, and kind of finding their sense of place, mm-hmm. um, I feel like Tallahassee really is coming into its own. I mean, Springtime Tallahassee has been around forever. Right. Um, but I love this Word of South Festival that celebrates music and literature and kind of unites the two. Yeah, it's beautiful. And they, Tallahassee now has this beautiful venue for it mm-hmm. in Cascades Park. So mm-hmm. anyway, all around wonderful, fun experience. And not just because we were the booksellers there. Like, I think I would have loved it just as a citizen of Tallahassee. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, got to meet Adam Johnson and I finished 
the third short story in the sixth short story collection last night, and it was rather devastating. Like, I oh. finished it and thought, I need to talk to somebody else. <laughs> like, it was so good, and each story has been so different. So anyway, that's what I'm reading um, right now and really enjoying. Very good. Um, all right, Sarah, so where can people find out more about the Rose Show and Festival? There's lots of places. Um, we've got our website, www.thomasvillega.com. We've got Facebook pages out there, um, Downtown Thomasville Facebook page, Visitor Center page. There's going to be a lot of information in the newspaper next week, including the um, fan favorite Rose Show Festival tabloid, which you can pull out. And it's got the schedule of events, pictures, all that good stuff. We have brochures, basically anywhere. <laughs> and what is the first event kind of that people can look forward to? The very first, we kick off Thursday, uh, the 21st, with the Children's Rosebud Parade at 7 o'clock down That's Broad adorable. Street. And it is the cutest parade you will ever see. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, it's local area, um, you know, middle schools and elementary schools, even preschools, and it's it's so cute. And then that leads into the big day, which is Friday, with all the ribbon cuttings and the big parade and the street dance. So it's a great way to get started. Fun. Okay, well, we will put links to all of that in the show notes. Um, as usual, you can find full episodes of From the Front Porch on iTunes or on our store website at www.bookshelfthomasville.com. You can also follow us on social media. That is Twitter and Instagram at Bookshelf Tville. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week.